Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Whoa, hey, whoa. Zach, come on. Whoa. Um, let's, let's, let's try that again. Oh, sorry. Welcome back in to another edition of the CMB Fantasy Football League podcast. I'm your former host, Jordan Pace, invited on by Zach Henson. Zach, how you doing? I'm excited. It's uh, week one. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Glad you uh, could make it there. little surprise host here from uh, Pace. A little blast from the past. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we have Jake Stanifer with us, who had the pre-draft uh mock draft jake how are you doing i'm doing great uh can i do the crack of lacking big dogs is is are all your guests just going to do that yeah sure just give it to us what's crack of lacking big dogs <laughs> there we go i think we're set pace do you want to do that at all yeah i'll try and mimic like ross did yeah what's, sure what's crack of lacking big dogs how's that Man, i like it yeah, I, I actually kind of liked that. I know everybody was like giving him a hard time about it, but when I heard it for the first time on that first episode back, I was like, you know, I'm kind of a fan. Yeah, it, it definitely caught me off guard. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what what do you guys want to run into here first, Pace? Do you want to take uh, take the lead here? Or you want me to take the lead? Yeah. So, I, thanks for having me on. I just, you know, the draft recap, you know, is usually we give it to Jake to like, you know, kind of recap his mock and see how well he did, but. I, I don't know, maybe Jake, what your thoughts are on this, but I just like our draft this year was really kind of chalky. It went up against, or it was basically what the ADP was. There weren't a ton of surprises, um, not a lot of left turns. It's a pretty chalky draft. What were your thoughts, Jake? Yeah, um, I kind of mentioned this uh, when I was right next to you, is that I was just going down my board and it was just like, I was marking off the eighth, then the ninth, then the 10th. And I'm just like, what is it? Is, is everybody using the same sources or, or what's going on? But I felt like it was super chalky this year. Yeah, I mean, I think the the very first round was a, just a little bit different, though, than anticipated. There were a couple curveballs in there. But, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are using, you know, everybody's got their own software now and stuff like that. There's probably – there's just a few people just going by paper there. Just in general, though, Zach, what would you think of the draft night as a whole, like, in comparison to other years? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely interesting getting it started. Uh, we had, you know, some technical difficulties um, with the board, but, you know, I thought it turned out great. Um, I, it, I did enjoy letting people type in their players. At the same time, I kind of like people having to rely on their own research and looking at the board the whole time. But like we just stated, most people have their own draft software at this point, so it's not really uh, that big of a deal, and it makes it a lot easier on uh, Suggs up there instead of having to type in every single name. So what did you guys think about the ability to see the, the draft board and being able to type in the names? Yeah, I, I liked it. I kind of agree, Zach, you'd made a comment where, you know, maybe next year if everyone has, you know, access to the software um, or just something non-paper, then the draft might even go quicker and smoother. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Over, over time, over the years, it's definitely the ratio of paper to, to um, software has definitely um, change and shifted, uh, which has kind of made for a, a better draft, in my opinion. But um, Jake, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it really helped uh, Risher, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. And 
you know, I, for me personally, I felt like this draft, uh, I felt more lost than I have ever felt at this draft. I, I had two strikes against me for, for players already called out. That typically never happens with me. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, there, there was something about picking 14th there that I absolutely hated, and I don't ever want it ever again. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, thought, I thought that the, the software was really good. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna incorporate that uh, going forward. Uh, it was a huge help for Suggs, and just a shout out for for Suggs, like the work that he put in, the stress of getting all that stuff figured out, uh, having to deal with his team and having to deal with with my picks and anybody else who wasn't using the board. Um, just an absolute shout out uh, to him because that was not an enviable position that he was in. Yeah, for for those that don't know, Suggs was there since, you know, I got there early and was setting up the tables and stuff like that, probably around 1230, something like that, maybe one o'clock. Suggs was there all afternoon um, and and just trying to get the draft to work. So Suggs puts in a lot of time behind the scenes that people don't see. And uh, so, yeah, definitely a big shout out to Suggs. Yeah, and real quick, I, before we get going with like the draft recap of, of the picks, Zach, I did want to offer both a thank you and an apology to one uh, team in particular. Do you have any idea of who I'm maybe talking about, Zach? I have no idea. I have no idea. All right. So I want to I want to offer a thank you to Greg Lucius of Gregco. Um, he allowed me to use his extra extension cable that he had. Oh. And I, I am known for this every year. I forget. I mean, I think in teen side, it's a little easier because it, the room's not as big. So if you're sitting kind of close to the wall, you can just plug in. But my laptop started dying like around like round 10. I was starting to panic. Um, so thank you to Greg for letting me use that. The apology is I picked the literal worst time you could have like asked someone for a favor. He was it was, I think, pick two. And so on the snake end, on the back end, the pick right before him was happening. And I walked over and I'm like, hey, could, do you mind if I use your extension cable? And I'm like going through this whole thing. And he's like picking his hair out, panicking over his next pick. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in the process of asking him for a favor. So oh, apologies man. to Greg. I wish I knew what round that was so I could see what pick he ended up making. And, and maybe we can create it based on how stressed he was with me asking him for a favor. So thank you. And I'm sorry, Greg. Shout out to the prophet. That's right. All right, we uh, we we want to just jump into the uh, mock draft grades. Jake, you ready? I'm ready. All right, kick it off. Okay, I guess we'll start off uh, just with the draft order. Um, so uh, ECW is first, but I'm going to start off with just my my picks from last week. I got four out of fourteen correct. Uh, I believe it all kind of went haywire when Tecmo took uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I was not expecting that whatsoever. Um, and I had basically all of the picks, at least the first round picks, uh, other than Mahomes. I originally had Mahomes uh, going in the first round, but I scratched him out. But uh, I had Saquon being taken, but instead Mahomes was taken. So I had 13 out of 14 names. You mean You mean like the players? Yeah. 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 I remember when I saw IDPs taking Derrick Henry. That was that the first one that changed from your your lineup. Okay. Yeah, we're them taking Henry and Tecmo taking Kelsey. It's just like everything just yeah. just got blown up. Yep. All right. So what do you which grade what grade do you have for the East Coast Wombats? All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off with uh, the grade that Yahoo gave them, and I'm going to give as strengths and weaknesses, and then my grade. 
So uh, ECW, uh, Yahoo gave them a C. Uh, their strengths on their team are obviously Christian McCaffrey, uh, Darren Waller, and Russell Wilson. So that's kind of like the core of their team. I think their weaknesses are more their wide receiver core uh, with Cameron Sutton, who's kind of dealing with an injury right now, and Jamar Chase, wide receiver two. He's a rookie. He's kind of unproven. Um, so I think that they have a little bit of work to do there. But anytime you got McCaffrey and Waller, uh, I'm going to give you a grade B. All right. I like it. Greco? Yeah, so next we got Greg. So Yahoo gave him a B. Uh, strengths are obviously the wide receiver core, uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, C.D. Lamb, and Tyler Boyd. Uh, great, great core there. Weaknesses are uh, tied in. Uh, they got Noah Fant. Uh, not really excited about that one. There are some questions about Trey Sermon uh, with RB2. I don't really know what his role is. Uh, Mustard uh, appears to be the starter still. Uh, I wasn't crazy about his IDPs. So I'm going to give him a B minus. B minus, all right. Strong side. Strong side. Uh, so Yahoo gave uh, strong side A minus. Strengths are Kamara uh, and Chris Carson, who's a solid RB2. I've had him for many years. A serviceable wide receiver core, Allen Robinson, Robbie Anderson, Brandon Cooks, Dak Prescott. They have really good IDPs. Uh, I don't really see many weaknesses, but when I looked at the bench, I really wasn't excited about the bench. And uh, I think RB depth is an issue, but I still going to give them an A, an A minus. Whoa. All right. A minus for strong side. All right. IDP still suck. All right. Yeah. You gave him a C. Uh, strengths are uh, Derek Henry. Uh, I think they've got the best IDPs in the league. Go figure. Uh, they have a great uh, wide receiver core, Keenan Allen, uh, Deontay Johnson, Julio Jones. And they've also got uh, George Kittle. I think the weaknesses are uh, their RB2 position with Zach Moss. I think there's just a lot of questions there in Buffalo. Don't really know what's going on with the running there in Buffalo. And uh, Kirk Cousins, not very exciting there, but he's serviceable at quarterback, but I still give him an A overall. So quite a bit of a difference between my grade and Yahoo's. Wow. All right. And Tecmo Power Runners. All right. This is this is my favorite one right here. So uh, I always always analyze Jeff and Rob's picks like in, in much more detail than I do anybody else. Uh, so Yahoo gave him a C plus. Strengths are Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, and their IDPs, which they always invest heavily in. Uh, their weaknesses, though, uh, I, I think they have a lack of running back depth. Uh, having James Watt as their RB2, they're going to have some kind of boom-bust weeks. Uh, they got Rondell Moore, who do, we don't really know what's going to happen there in Arizona as a flex. They have a heavy focus on unproven breakout wide receivers in LaVisca Chenault, uh, Claypool, and um, – Rondell Moore so like you know they they could break out I feel like that's kind of like their whole MO they had uh Calvin Ridley and DK Metcalf last year who really broke out but uh who knows if they don't break out this year I think they're going to be in trouble and I was also kind of puzzled by the fact that they drafted Justin Fields so in most drafts people who draft Justin Fields usually pair them with like a Kirk Cousins or a Matt Ryan, you know, some one of your kind of boring late round quarterbacks uh, that you're going to play within the first four or five weeks. You're going to let Justin Fields take the spot and then you're going to kind of fill them in. Well, if Justin Fields uh, does great, you're never, you're never starting him over Josh Allen. 
So I was really puzzled by why they chose Justin Fields and they typically don't trade. So yeah. uh, when I, when I take all this into account, I'm only going to give them a, a grade of C. Whoa. Hey, and real, real quick. So Jake, I have a few notes on Tecmo's draft too. I always kind of, I like to study their drafts as well, just because I knew the back picks for them in years past, they've always been where they, they find their bread and butter. And sometimes when they, they win their league. So uh, I liked Russell Gage a lot in round 14. I mean, that's the number two receiver in Atlanta. Um, so I thought that was a really good pick for, for that late of a, of a, of a selection, but I mean, they've already cut two players from their, from their team that they drafted. So round 21 and round 22 uh, Titans running back Makai Sarja and then the Titans corner Elijah Molden. So quick drops for them. Maybe they were like panic picks. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I really liked that gauge pick. And then we, you know, we talked about this at the draft, but them taking James Robinson in the third round, it's just so like ironic because last year you could say James Robinson was a league winner where they selected him in round 23, the last round, they took this undrafted free agent rookie running back that no one had ever heard of. And then he went on to, you know, have a monster rookie season. Well, they have to take him 20 rounds sooner the next year uh, to be able to, to roster this guy. So just imagine if CMB were a dynasty league guys. Oh I mean, yeah. <laughs> that would have just been insane. Yeah. If it was a keeper, that'd have been amazing. Pace, do you have notes on everybody? Not everyone, just some of my favorite and, and least favorites. I'll kind of interject whenever I, I hear some that, that come across. Okay. So nobody that we went over so far. Correct. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on to Isaiah 4031. Uh, so Yahoo gave uh, Isaiah 4031 a D plus. Uh, I believe that their strengths are Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. I like that pairing. Mike Evans, Joe Mixon, and Darrell Henderson. I really think that that's kind of a solid core team. Uh, weaknesses are having uh, Dallas Goddard as a flex. I don't really agree with having two tight ends in your lineup. Uh, they have two defensive linemen and one cornerback for their IDPs. I don't really like that at all. But uh, I can't give them a D plus by any means. So I think that their core, their team's pretty good. Um, so I'm going to give Jordan a B plus. Uh, yeah. At what, at what point did uh, Elijah leave? Was that like? Right at the, the seventh round break. Oh, okay. And so he, so Jordan comes back and immediately gets Dallas got Okay. All right. Um, your worst nightmare. Okay. Yahoo gave Kevin a C. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying Kevin here. He wasn't there, but um, the strengths, AJ Brown, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, and a really good IDP group. The weaknesses are Javante Williams uh, as an RB2. I don't really know what his role is yet. Um, Robert Tanyan is tied in. I think last year's production was kind of a fluke. I don't really think he's going to be much this year. And Marquise Brown as a flex, who's kind of dealing with an injury on a very low volume passing team. So I think he's got a lot of work, work to do, but I'm going to give him a B minus. All right. B minus. Um, big orange bullies is up next. Okay. Yeah. Yahoo gave a C plus strengths are the best wide receiver core in the league, Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, Tyler Lockett. Uh, that's, my, that's my boy right there. Um, yeah. And I think they got a potential steal in Joe Burrow, so they were the last team to draft a quarterback. And I talked with Carver about this at the break. Um, I don't know. They weren't really targeting him, but, like, he was there. Uh, in the rankings that we used, Joe Burrow was the 10th best uh, quarterback off the board, so I think that that could have been a steal. And they got uh, OBJ on their bench. So, like, if they need to make some trades, I think they got a lot of 
lot of wide receivers to work with. So with with that strength comes weaknesses at the running back position. Uh, DeAndre Swift, who's projected to be, you know, the starter there in Detroit, but he's dealing with some injury issues and they've got Chase Edmonds, um, he, who does, does not carry the ball at the goal line. So he's probably going to get a lot of the work in, in, in the passing game, but he's not going to get much goal line work. But I have no idea why they gave him a C plus, but I'm going to give him a pretty high grade in A minus. Wow. Yeah, and I, similar to what I said about Tecmo with Russell Gage in round, I think it was 15 or 14. I really liked the selection of Traquan Smith in round 17. I mean, that's a number two locked and loaded receiver in New Orleans that Jameis loves his number two receivers. I mean, think about like Chris Godwin in Tampa Bay. So, you know, as much as I love the production this year for um, – you know, Marquez Callaway is the number one receiver in New Orleans. Think of what Jameis does with his number twos. And so I, I liked them getting Smith there at 17. But like you said, they're they're so stacked at receiver, they probably don't even need him. Yeah. 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 All right. Moving along to the Almond Brothers. And before you start, what did you guys think of the ice bucket in person? Did you like it, Jake? How, well, how did you like it, Zach? I mean, you were the one doing it this year. Was that fun? I Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, we made sure that there was some actual ice in there. You know, I thought it was entertaining. Um, our hope was uh, that we were hoping to get a uh, a dunking booth. And we were hoping to get a dunking booth at a good price, and we were going to fill it up with ice water and then let everybody have a throw um, at the draft. But it did not work. They wanted a lot of money for the dunking booth, more than we were hoping for. Uh, so that was the first initial plan. But I thought the cooler – I thought it was all really good and, and entertaining. What did you guys think, Pace? Was that intentional to have the winners pour on the losers or were you just the two they picked just kind of at random? Yeah, we asked them and they said, well, who won? They're like, well, you guys do it. You know, like they didn't care. And I mean, we just did it. So um, that could be a good tradition, though. Whoever wins gets the pour it on whoever got last. So but I'm all I'm all about switching to that Waffle House thing. I think that would be very entertaining. To to quote Blake Keelan, the water was flipping cold. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Jake? Did you like it? Yeah, it's kind of fun seeing it live, but uh, you know, I I thought I thought it could have been better personally. Yeah, maybe we should have like a a video, and then if it's bad, you know, like some of them have been. I won't name any names, but uh, maybe we can have a vote, and if we have to have a redo, then they have to do it live at the draft, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, Almond Brothers, fire away. <laughs> Yahoo gave them an A minus uh, the strengths of their team are some great running backs, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor. They got some solid wide receivers with uh, Woods and DJ Moore. Uh, so being the tight end whisperer, of course, they had to get Mark Andrews. Uh, so all those are strengths. And the weaknesses are their IDPs for whatever reason. I don't know why. I wish they would just stop doing this. There's no reason to draft two defensive linemen. And they do it every single year. Every single year, there's – two or three defensive linemen that they draft. I'm just like, guys, you don't have to draft these guys. Draft linebackers. They don't seem to understand that. But uh, y'all, you're gonna, y'all you gave them an A minus. Uh, I can't give them an A minus. So I'm just going to give them a B plus. They have a pretty high floor, but a low ceiling. But I don't think that they're going to get the ice bucket again this year. All right. Yeah, so I, I hate to say this, but I think my the worst pick – maybe not of the whole draft, but at least of round one was Nick Chubb. And I know that Jake's not going to agree with this, but I just think Chubb ahead of guys like Zeke Elliott, who got picked the next pick 
and we can talk about how it makes absolutely no sense that Zeke fell all the way to number 10 to you guys. It, it just feels like robbery. But, I mean, Nick Chubb going ahead of Elliott, Eckler, Najee Harris, Barkley, Mixon, and maybe even Gibson. I think that those, that pick was questionable against all of those guys. Um, just looking at the workload balance in Cleveland, I, I think people are underestimating how much work that Kareem Hunt's going to get. So I just really didn't like Chubb at number nine. Um, but I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make some sense of that pick, but yeah, a tough one, a tough one there. Yes, that was, uh, that was definitely interesting. So moving along to us at number 10, what do you have for us, Jake? All right. So y'all gave you guys an A minus. Uh, when I looked at your team, the strengths, um, are everywhere. Uh, elite rider, elite running backs and Zeke, Antonio Gibson, Josh Jacobs. I mean, that's a solid uh, lineup right there. Proven wide receivers in Amari Cooper and Adam Thielen. And uh, I, I talked to Brian about this at the break, but I think you guys got one of the steals of the draft in Matt Stafford. Uh, you were, this, uh, I think, the third to last team maybe to draft a quarterback. And I was actually targeting him right there in the seventh round right before the break. I ended up taking Hurts instead, but uh, – I don't really see a lot of weaknesses. The only weakness is obviously your tight end spot. Yeah. With uh, Hunter Henry, I don't. I have no clue what his role is. Uh, Johnny Smith there. Uh, if you're going to punt any position in our league, tight end is, is the way to do it. Um, but you guys loaded up on uh, running backs and wide receiver and quarterbacks. So you're good. So I'm going to I want to give you an A. All right. Yeah, I have no idea what uh, Hunter Henry Henry's role is either. But uh, we definitely punted taking him at 16. So. Hopefully he'll do something there. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll, yeah, Pace, go ahead. Uh, uh, I was just going to say, I Jake knows one of my favorite picks of the entire draft was Marvin Jones. You guys took him in round 15, pick 10. Yeah. Um, I had been earmarking Jones for like a round and a half, as Jake knows, because I, I was just – it was one of those, like, you get a pick in mind and you can wait, especially if you're on the back end of a round, you'll wait for like an entire round. And, you know, every time a pick is made, it's not the player you want. You know, you start crossing your fingers and hoping it's, they're going to fall to you. You guys took Marvin Jones two picks before I was making my selection. So I was that was the only pick really of the entire draft that I, I felt kind of bitter about. Um, but I, I think uh, it, it is sort of a crowded receiver room in Jacksonville. But Marvin yeah. Jones is, is a proven guy that I, I think, you know, I think uh, Lawrence is going to need someone he can depend on pretty early. And I think it's going to be Marvin Jones. So great pick there. Awesome. Thanks. Um, all right. Moving on to Donut Stop Believing. Rish. All right, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm about to uh, – I've kind of sugar-coated things uh, up to this point, and, and now I'm going to have to drop the hammer. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, do not stop believing Yahoo gave uh, Ryan a B. Uh, the strengths of the team are Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, Chris Godwin, and Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I'm going to there, – there's just so many things here. I don't, I don't know of a, of a single team in our league that's ever won the championship by drafting a quarterback in the first round. I am so vehemently opposed to, to this strategy that it almost makes me angry when I see people do this. But for whatever reason, it happens every single year. Somebody will draft the top quarterback, and it never pays off, ever. It, it just never happens. There's so much value elsewhere. All right, so uh, he, he drafts Mahomes. That's fine. You're going to get Mahomes. Um, and then Saquon Barkley, uh, when I really started to dive into his injury and what's what's being said uh, by the B-riders and stuff, 
I'm just growing less and less confidence in his health. And uh, you, you pair them with uh, Chris Godwin and, and Juju. They're basically slot receivers. So they're probably not going to score a lot of touchdowns. Um, drafting uh, and the, and the weaknesses are, are, are Gronk. They have Brandon Ayuk as their flex. Uh, I'm just not, I'm not feeling Ryan's team at all. Um, and Dallas yeah, it, also drafted three bench ID players. <laughs> yeah, I the, for me, like just looking at their entire draft, like rounds one through 23, that stretch of rounds six through 10 is just rough. Like Juju, Melvin Gordon, Sony Michelle, Kenny Galladay, and then Gronk, those, those are five picks in a row for them, round six through 10. Just really rough situations, I think, for all those guys. Um, you know, they have Barkley and Gaskin as their starting running backs. And like you said, there's already some risk there, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to, to gleam some stuff to be excited about this, this roster. I think the one thing you can say for them for Rish is if in round 19, that pick of Deshaun Watson, let's say he gets, you know, shipped off to Miami or something. And all of a sudden he has like big trade value. That's, that's maybe one thing they could look forward to, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, Jake. Yeah. D plus. D plus. All right. Lowest grade so far. Pace in your face. What do you got? All right. So Yahoo gave Pace the highest grade in the league, which was an A. Um, strengths are everywhere. Uh, Kyler Murray, a great wide receiver core. Calvin Ridley, Cooper Cup, T. Higgins. I mean, just excellent wide receivers with uh, Eckler and Hines. So um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but like Naheem Hines was like a top 15 finisher in points in the running back position last year. Yeah, that's why Did I didn't want any. I just why I didn't want any part of Jonathan Taylor. We owned him, and Naheem Hines was just a thorn. He was so annoying. He's good, so <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. And all reports are that he's going to have a bigger role this year. So like, oh, yeah. if you're going to target running backs you target the running backs who are going to catch passes in this league. And when you don't have Kamara and you don't have McCaffrey, Eckler and Hines are like prima. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, they have, uh, you got really good IDP's pace. Uh, the only weaknesses are obviously your tight end, which you waited and waited and waited. Um, I don't really see Gusecki doing much, but like I said, you're, you're so strong and everywhere else I gave you the highest grade in the league at a plus oh well thanks yeah it's funny what you mentioned about the Heinz pick because i had made a comment to you jake zach during the draft and this is just the titans homer in me but i naheem Hines was literally the first colts player i've ever drafted in playing 15 plus years of fantasy football so i think this is a sign of um progress for me in in getting over my just you know two two-tone blue tinted glasses and finally drafting a colts player with some value um, I, I will say for Naheem Hines, I read actually earlier that day, Frank Reich on Friday, so the day of the draft, had made comments about wanting to basically play Hines in like a slot receiver role. So that kind of helped make that pick for me. Um, but no, I, I, I liked what you said. I think, you know, to not be so like self-serving or, or congratulatory on, on myself, but one of my favorite picks was, was Michael Gallup in round 14. Um, I, I, I was just shocked that he was there that late. Yeah, I thought... I thought it was just, you know, fitting for you to get Eckler there. I thought that was a great value when you got him, you know, at 12 and uh, packaging him with Ridley. I think that's a really good one-two punch for your team. So, yeah, I think you got a great team this year. Zach, um, Jake had actually mocked 
Eckler to you there at, at 10. If, if Elliot was not on the board, be honest, would you have taken Eckler there? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, or Hopkins. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just a matter of who was going to be there for us at 10. All right. Let's move on to West coast wombats who, uh, stole or Jake stole their first round draft pick. And then we had a little confusion there. So, uh, <laughs> West coast. Wombats, yeah. What do you got? I, I want to quickly address that situation. So, um, uh, right after pace picked, it said that I was up next. And for whatever reason, I thought that it meant like the next pick because I knew that I had a 14 pick, but like I felt that something wasn't right. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm picking. And I I didn't really think about it, but like, you know, I, I I knew that something was up. Yeah. And so I made that, I made that pick and you know, that it's perfectly fine. You know, uh Hopkins was there he was going to go 13 to 14 yeah I'm not I'm not buttered by any means by that but yeah that was kind of a a, a mistake uh yeah and no I, hard feeling yeah I can say that the look on Matt's face <laughs> was like what <laughs> he just had this look of like what just happened and he had DeAndre Hopkins he started writing it down <laughs> and he, he had scribbled it out because he just didn't know what was going on he was confused as we all were and uh so yeah he DeAndre Hopkins, uh, first overall to West Coast Wombats. What else you got for him? Yeah, so Yahoo gave him a C. Uh, you know, I like the wide receiver core there with with Hopkins and Metcalf. Um, I do have quite a quite a few weaknesses. Uh, I don't know if Ron Tannehill is going to do what he did last year again this year. Uh, he might. I know he's got the weapons, but he was just so efficient and just so good with his uh, attempts last year. I don't know if that's possible again. He's got David Montgomery and Mike Davis as, as the running backs, which are like snooze, like just just let me sleep on those guys. Like <laughs> I, I don't have any I don't have those guys at any of my leagues. I never even mock draft. Just get me away from David Montgomery and Mike Davis. And I have no idea how they ended up on on one team. Um, Johnny Smith, a tight end, like I said, no idea what the role is there in New England. Uh, the IDPs are OK. So I'm just going to give Matt a C. Yeah, I so running backs is rough now that, that I'm looking at it um, as a whole. So his top four running backs, like you said, Mike Davis, David Montgomery. I said he, uh, Matt and Courtney both, Raheem Mostert. And then, you know, I think if Uncle Lenny, if playoff Lenny Fournette can like have playoff form throughout the regular season, that might give them a fighting chance at running back. But it's just such a depleted position for them. I To me, I know, Zach, you you said earlier about considering – um Hopkins there at 10 I just think there's no there's there in no league regardless of scoring should Hopkins be going ahead of, of Diggs the next pick here to, to Jake I, I mean I know I'm kind of a homer there because I love I love Diggs but I just I don't understand that pick I know um there's a little fighting over over that pick you know we mentioned earlier but I just felt like Diggs is, is such a better play there with with so much more usage and, and his share is going to be a lot greater but um, I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys to kind of decide on that. All right, Jake, what do you got for yourself there? Picking digs at uh, pick 14. Yeah, so uh, Yahoo gave me a B plus. Uh, I think that was pretty generous. Um, I think that my strengths are running backs. Uh, I've got Najee Harris, Miles Sanders, and Kareem Hunt. Uh, obviously, I've got digs there, but uh, I have questions at just about every other position. 
my weaknesses are uh, quarterback. Uh, Jalen Hurts could be a total flop. But like I said, I was there at the seventh round. Stafford was taken. I had to get the next available quarterback. Um, I'm also taking a lot of young players. I have Najee Harris and Kyle Pitts, who were rookies. I've got Miles Sanders. Uh, I've got um, a Jerry Judy as well. So, like, my team is, is basically just full of, like, rookies through third-year third people. And I feel like I have the potential to completely explode or I could actually be competing for the ice bucket. So I'm going to give myself a C minus because I felt like this year was the year that I came out of the draft least confident than I've ever been. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, I, yeah, I'll just say, I I love the the first two picks, Diggs and and Harris. Those could be like, I wouldn't say league winners, but I mean the usage for, for both of those guys and they're just going to dominate um at, at their position in my opinion but yeah miles sanders he's, he's kind of my avoid list i i, I never have shares of, of miles sanders kyle pitts could could be a monster um just you, you never know with a rookie receiver and then you know I, I think when you look at the rest of your team um every team i felt like was taking a flyer on on one of those rookie receivers in the middle round i like elijah moore there in round 11 you just you have no clue what zach wilson's gonna do um in new york and then, of course, in round 13, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, great pick. I was was eyeing that guy for a while, and I was like, no, I can he'll, – he'll fall, and I'll be able to get him kind of late. And then Jake, we had to have like a heart-to-heart Zach, and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to take this guy. Is that okay? And I had to, to offer the blessing. So, wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was a tough moment. But um, the one thing, too, looking at the, the rest of your draft, Jake, is every team's dream is to get the handcuff at the very last round, and you somehow got Benny Snell Jr. at the very end there. So I don't know how someone didn't snuff that out earlier and think, oh, there's a handcuff still available. Let's let's take him. But um, good job there, I guess. Yeah, we were actually talking about uh, you taking him, I believe, a few rounds earlier. And I said, you know, if he's there, take him. You know, I don't care. Because I remember that you grabbed somebody that I was wanting. And I think it was uh, Darrington Evans at 21. I said, hey, Evans is there. I'd like to take him. And then I think you grabbed him. So I think we each kind of got got somebody that we wanted. But that's just part of the game. Sounds yeah, like and look, we don't point up. It's just this ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, Jake, we don't need to like air out like all the, the yeah, problems in our relationship on the podcast. Keep this private. Yeah, we. Everybody, there's got to be more people out there listening, just being like, "This is, this is ridiculous." They just need to turn <laughs> up. <laughs> all right, well, Jake, uh, we appreciate you doing all that research uh, before the draft and all the grades after. Hope everybody enjoyed that, and uh, look forward to that for next year. And uh, I got a few of these cards here. I'm going to read real quick from the draft for the best and worst picks. So uh, you guys ready for these? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. All right. Best pick, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> worst pick, Jalen Smith. <laughs> what? This is Jake. What? An okay. IDP. Yeah. Now, we don't know if he's starting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because Mike Parsons, I believe, is starting in place. They, they got like four linebackers there, and I, right. I'm not sure that he's even going to start. He's he's not. Okay. All right. 
Who wasn't that outlandish? All right, okay. And then uh, who the Allman brothers here put, and they drafted Nick Chubb. They put the best pick was Chubb and the worst pick was Chubb. <laughs> so are these not anonymous, or are you just picking the ones you're just calling out? I know. I mean, I have them here. <laughs> I can go over who it is. Um, yeah, yeah. But this one says – and this is so lame. Like I got, I've got to remember this every single year. I do this. You can't nominate yourself. Like here we are again with Carver and Chase, who picked Tyree Kill, and they put the best pick was Tyree Kill, and then the worst pick was Deshaun Watson. All right. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't vote for yourself. This is like middle school yeah, student council. You terrible. can't vote for yourself. Yeah. Come on. So wait. So so Deshaun Watson showed up on a best and worst. Interesting. Yep. And then uh, we have another one. The best was Deshaun Watson, who Rich picked. And then the worst was Jake picking Hopkins. <laughs> I'm, guessing that was, I'm, guess, I'm guessing that was Collins, huh? Yeah, I think so. Um, best pick was Baker Mayfield. And the worst pick was, in all caps, all of your nightmares. Was Again, that Ross and, Ross and, Ross and Reed? Reed picking one of their own picks? So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> Gosh. all right that's all the cards i have so let's let's move along let's move along. yeah let's let's improve on the cards next year yeah let's try to improve on this yeah um well i any other thoughts on the on the draft zach or jake you know i thought it went well and uh probably our last year in the gym so i hope you guys enjoyed it i'm <laughs> sure we will be in team side next year where it's a lot easier to get the draft um up on the screen uh pace shout out to you for the smoked meat i heard it was really good unfortunately i didn't get to try it um but do you think you could possibly make that a tradition, you know, bringing some, bringing some sort of food item? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, aside, like doing a, a slow-cooked meat thing like that, aside from getting up at like 4 a.m., it's, it's pretty easy. So I, I will uh, – you have my commitment. We'll do it again. I like it. Jake, what was your favorite food from the draft? Mm, I love Pace's smoked meat. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, what are we moving on to? We got a bumper for this, right? It's been a while. Yeah, I mean, Zach, it's it's been a long time since we've done this, um, but I think it's time for some picks of the week. Picks of the week. Um, all right, Zach. So first matchup here is we'll just start with H and F versus versus Big Orange Bullies. Um, Jake, we'll let you pick first. Well, I'm gonna have to go with H and F. Any any rhyme or reason, or just it, it just, just based on the on the draft. Yeah a better team uh i know it's kind of close because i gave him such a high grade uh you know chase steam and everything but i'm just gonna have to give it to h&m i'm actually gonna go big orange bullies um titans have always had trouble against like quick running backs like chase edmonds i know he's not getting a lot of goal line work but i can just see him putting up a lot of points against the titans and then tyree kill is tyree kill so um i actually like big orange bullies this week as an underdog zach yeah, I think it's going to be close for sure. Uh, do, definitely do not. I'm sure everybody's heard about Zeke's matchup uh, Thursday, losing uh, Zach Martin. Um, so, right. Um, so I'm still going to pick us, but definitely would not be surprised to see Big Orange Bullies with a win. Still, seeing this name still confuses me, but don't donut stop believing. So, I mean, Rish has like uh, prima nocta on the baked good, the donut. I feel like he uses that for a lot of stuff, but um rish versus west coast wombats matt collins um who, who do you got in this one jake man I, I honestly think that there's some of the two worst teams in the league uh, 
but I'm just going to have to give it to Rish because Mahomes could just drop 50 or something. Despite their running backs, I'm actually going to go with West Coast Wombats. I think Metcalf could have a huge week against Indy, who I think is just going to have a really rough start to the season. Indy plays like uh, Seattle, Tennessee, the Rams, I think Baltimore and Kansas City in the first five weeks. Just a horrible, horrible start to their year. And I think it kicks off with a really rough uh, matchup against uh, DK Metcalf. Um, so, yeah, I, I like West Coast in this one not by a ton. Zach? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with West Coast on this one. I like their wide receiver matchup a lot more um, on that side. And I think it'll be interesting to see uh, Tannehill this year going up. I think he could come pretty close to matching what Mahomes does. So um, in this game, at least. So I'm going to go with the West Coast. All right. East Coast Wombats versus the Almond Brothers. Jake. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with East Coast on this one. McCaffrey going up against the Jets. Just go ahead and pencil them in for like 35. Uh, Alm Brothers has Nick Chubb going up against the Chiefs. I really don't think they're going to be playing ahead very much. So going to be a lot of Kareem Hunt there. I like East Coast as well. Um, You know, we talked earlier about uh, Jamar Chase kind of being an unknown. You know, he's had some drop issues so far in camp, but I don't don't think any of that matters. I think that's just like training camp talk. So I like Jamar Chase to come out hot. Um, But I also – the Gus Edwards pick looked great at first until today's news – of them signing Le'Veon Bell. So I don't know how split that backfield is going to be with, with Justice Hill and um, with J.K. Dobbins on IR. But, yeah, so Edwards is kind of a question mark, but I still like East Coast against the Almond Brothers. Zach? I think it's going to be really close on this one, and the matchup I really want to watch is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus uh, Jonathan Taylor right there at the running back two spot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm going to snack on some almonds here. I want to give it to the Almond Brothers. <laughs> And uh, they call the upset here because of their defensive ends, Garrett and Bosa, getting some sacks and uh, boosting their IDP score, just giving them the edge over East Coast Wombats. Just shoving that commentary about the two defensive line right in Jake's face. I love it. No, I agree. Um, I agree with what Jake said for sure. But uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm just going out on a limb here. All right. Next matchup is Greg Coe versus Tecmo Power Runners. Jake? going to give it to Tecmo on this one. Um, Kelsey, uh, I think, is going to go off. Uh, looks like Greg, you know, he's starting Trey Sermon. I don't really know what his role is. I know a fan's not going to give him any points. Um, I've got Tecmo on this one. I have Tecmo as well for a couple of different reasons, but, you know, their running back room is so spotty. And, and like you said, James White is boom or bust. I think he starts out with a boom in this first matchup. Um I think for Greg's team, Trey Sermon at running back there is, is again, like he could be a league winner, but I, I don't think it's going to happen until week seven or eight when they decide to, to put, the, you know, take some touches away from Raheem Mostert. So I just, I like this as an early, um, early season matchup. It's actually, I would say this is like my matchup of the week, just, you know, um, matchup versus matchup here. Um, I like, I like both of these teams as a whole, but I just like Tecmo a little better this week. Zach? I'm going to go with Greg Coe over here. I think CeeDee Lamb's going to put on a show on Thursday night and uh, have a big night for them. So I'm going to give it to Greg Coe. Right. IDPs versus strong side. Jake. All right. I'm going to have to give it to strong side and kind of echo my thoughts. Uh, what Jack, Zach just said, if if Lamb's going to go off, that means Prescott's going to go off. Uh, I like Kamara. I like Carson. I like Hawkinson. I like, I like his team. So I'm just going to uh, pick him. 
I like IDPs this week. Um, you know, not a ton of commentary here. Uh, I do like now with for Matt. I mean, Alvin Kamara with the news that uh, the Saints cut Latavius Murray because he wouldn't take a pay cut. So that just means Kamara's stock has has already gone up uh, as the season's not even started. Um, but he has uh, Dak Prescott, who I just think could have a really rough um, week one on Thursday, like Zach had mentioned with with his center Zach Martin being out. And I just think the the Bucks defense is so good. Uh, but for IDPs, uh, it could be tough for Derrick Henry because based on who's playing corner for Arizona this week, I think AJ Brown and Julio Jones could just go off. So I'll still give it to IDPs, but just like a slight victory. Zach? Man, this is the matchup of the week for me right here. I think this is uh, two really good teams, um, both good IDPs. Uh, Julio Jones, like good flex down here. We got who we got? Brandon Cooks over there. I mean, just solid across the board. The only weakness over there is Zach Moss and um, going up against Chris Carson. I, goodness, I have no idea. I, I think I feel like I need a bottle cap to flip here from the Almond Brothers. Um, whew, it's tough. I think I'll go. I'll go with the uh, strong side, but it's it's close. All right, next matchup: uh, Pace in your face, yours truly versus Isaiah forty thirty one. Um, I'm going to just, I'll go ahead and start. I'm going to pick myself and I'll let uh, Jake and Zach starting with Jake um, pick this one. Yeah. I think this one is going to be the most lopsided victory. Um, yeah, I've it's going to be paid and I've it's going to be. Pace I'm already clicking it. <laughs> pace in your face. Any, any like rhyme or reason to why I'm, I, I'll be honest, my, my flex, or not flex, but my second running back spot, choosing between Hines, Damian Harris, um and who I I know there's a third person at this point that I'm still the bell oh, James Connor for Arizona I I haven't decided between the three of them right now I've got a Nike Hines what do you guys think? So you're trying I'm to not, decide decide between Nike Hines and who? James Connor and Damian Harris. Hines. Yeah, that's what I've had. That's what I've got so far. He'll catch four passes and it'll be for like fifty yards, which is good enough to get you into double digits yep all right i like it all right last matchup this is kemp's crew versus your worst nightmare um jake zach and i will start here and let you kind of end it but um i zach you're gonna laugh but i've got kemp's crew winning this one uh, i love stefan diggs in an early matchup versus the pittsburgh steelers defense that we've seen a lot of changes to this offseason he could go off this week jake what's going on with uh well, you don't have a kicker yet um yeah i I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if I can just hold on to somebody and then drop them before Dude, no, the game starts. Nobody's going to be picking up any of these running backs. You just drop them. Well, hey, hey. I, here's, here's what I like for you for week one. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles probably have the worst secondary, uh, especially like in that safety in the entire NFL. So Kyle Pitts, huge debut in his uh, week one in the NFL I think uh, if we're doing bold predictions, I would say at least two touchdowns, 125 yards for Kyle Pitts in his first game as a, as a pro. So I, I think that wins you the matchup. I'm picking Jake. Zach. Yeah, I think if uh, Jake gets a kicker here and drops uh, this Detroit running back, <laughs> I think we'll be good. So uh, I'll go with Jake as long as he does that. If he doesn't, I'll probably just have to go with your, your worst nightmare. All right, Jake. Oh, I'm actually gonna have to go with Kevin on this one. I hate I hate to do it, but man, I think my team is just it's gonna struggle out of the gate. 
And uh, all these rookies are going to have to kind of carve out a role. And I just don't know what that role is. Um, all right. Those were our matchups for the week for week one. Uh, seems kind of crazy that the season's already here and the draft came and went. But I, all in all, I think the draft went pretty well. There weren't a ton of uh, picks that were called out that had not or that had already been made. I think that's because a lot of people were using the software. So maybe that kind of curbs some of that stuff. I also noticed we didn't really boo people when they made the wrong pick, which I, I made once or made a pick that was that had already been taken. So maybe that's a sign of uh, progression in our league that we're not shaming people as much. Or maybe, maybe we should do that more often. I mean, um, I like the idea of I want us and pretty much had to get the ice bucket, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so he was getting shamed. So, but yeah, uh, yeah exactly. I think everybody was locked in. Zach was threatening the ice bucket. So, like, Zach is threatening the ice bucket. Yeah. I just don't understand how you can do it with, I mean, Jake, you didn't have a computer screen. And I guess I wanted and didn't have a computer screen, but um, anybody with a computer screen, basically, you know, I thought it made it a lot easier for everybody to pick and and, a smoother process. So, and the other thing I was going to say real quick was about league pick'em. If you guys are listening right now and you don't think that you're going to be making picks throughout the rest of the year, just go through. It'll take you five minutes and go through every week and just click a team and save your progress. I know of uh, multiple teams that do this as a strategy. And if you want to check in and, and make a better educated pick, you know, one week you can, but that way you kind of punched your lotto ticket at least. So um, I highly recommend at least doing that to save yourself in case you were to forget one week. Do you do either of you guys do that? Yep. I don't, but I, I actually spent more time last season on Pick'em than I probably ever have before. and Almost I, got it. Yeah, it was like a point away. So I, yep. there is there is some strategy to it, I think. Um, I don't know if Greg, the Pick'em Prophet, if his is just random, but I would imagine it's not. So, um, yeah, I think if you pay attention to it, it really does like make a huge difference to be able to pick where you want to draft. Um, I, I think it's important so you don't get stuck in a spot you, you don't really want to be in. Yeah. Another thing I was going to say was um, be sure that you guys pick by Thursday night, the Thursday night game on kickoff there. So in case you've forgotten, you got to have it locked in before that, the kickoff of the Thursday night game. Yeah. And uh, real quick, Zach, before we close, I just wanted to see if there was any keeping everything in mind from uh, Jake's, you know, following his mock and following our, our recap of the draft. Do either of you have any season-long predictions for our league or the NFL, either one? Like the ice bucket winner and stuff like that? Yeah, anything like that, yeah. I don't know. Jake, do you? Yeah, uh, I believe that, Pace, this is your year. Whoa. If, if the stars are aligning. Get a team. I mean, this, this is... is your year. Yeah. And I, I think Rich is going to get the All ice right. bucket. I was because one of my specific – I think it's going to be a team that's never won the league is going to win it this year. All right. I like it. Um, another another prediction is we're also going to have our first two-time ice bucket loser. So someone who's gotten the ice bucket is oh going to no. get it again this season. Oh, no. I don't, know who, I don't know who it's going to be, but I think it's going to, it's going to happen again. Oh, no. And it better be better than the, the previous time they did it. That's all I'll say. I like it. All right. I don't, I really don't think I have anything. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but uh, I like those that you guys have. All right, Zach, anything before we close? Nope, nothing that I can think of. Looking forward to the, uh, the season starting on Thursday, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the draft. Enjoyed it, guys.